All right, how's everybody doing? Hotel. Hey, this is Michael M. Hotel, host of the African History Network show, founder of the African History Network. I'm a talk show host, researcher, lecturer, and writer. It is uh, Tuesday, September 4th, 2018, and we are live, okay? And uh, we're broadcasting on Facebook Live here, so I'm trying to uh, make sure this is uh, working properly. All right, so it's the uh, day after Labor Day, and I had a busy weekend. I did my radio show. Uh, did my radio show uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday, okay? And uh, let's see, okay, this is broadcasting. All right, so just give me a second here. All right, so um, the story broke on Monday. The story broke Monday, September 3rd, that Colin Kaepernick, former quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, who in 2016, August of 2016, started the uh, protests uh, during the national anthem, protesting the oppression of African-Americans and people of color uh, due to uh, racism and due to um, uh, police misconduct, et cetera. He is, uh, he has been named um, the new face of uh, Nike's 30th anniversary, the 30th anniversary of their Just Do It campaign, the Nike Just Do It campaign. We all remember the Just Do It campaign from 30 years ago, and there were TV commercials, there were billboards, there were uh, magazine ads, things like this, right? But this is bigger than just a commercial that Colin Kaepernick is going to be in. I'm so happy to hear about this, all right? And I haven't bought Nikes uh, in years, but I'm gonna go buy a pair of Nike and I may buy some Nike stock also, because we saw the stock drop about two or 3% today. It dropped from uh, $82 down to $79. So this is a good time to buy Nike stock as well, all right? Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that also. Okay, so share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Invite your friends to tune in. I want to deal with this story, okay? And uh, uh, there's been backlash um, against Nike um, because of naming Colin Kaepernick the face of, of this ad, all right? We know Donald Trump has been attacking, uh, has in the past has been attacking Colin Kaepernick, has been attacking African-American football players who take a knee, we know, in uh, the September, I think it was September of 2017, when he was in Alabama campaigning for uh, Roy Moore uh, for the U.S. Senate seat. Uh, he, he called them SOBs. He said, wouldn't you like to see one of these owners fire, uh, you know, one of these SOBs when they uh, take a knee uh, protesting against our anthem, something to that effect. Uh, even though Donald Trump doesn't know the words to the national anthem, even though when it came time for Donald Trump to uh, go fight for this country and fight for the flag in the army, right? Donald Trump got five deferments uh, because he because he didn't want to go fight in Vietnam. He got five deferments because he was too much of a coward to fight. Okay, but now he wants to uh, call African American players who take a who take a knee protesting against the oppression of of African Americans, protesting against police brutality, the unjust killing of African Americans by police. He wants to call them, you know, unpatriotic and, 
and say maybe they should go live somewhere else, et cetera, all right? Even though it's their First Amendment right, First Amendment right to protest, and these are silent protests, nonviolent protests, okay? But, you know, um, Trump is trying to stir up his base. He sees the handwriting on the wall. He knows his days are, are, are numbered as, as president. He knows there's a blue wave coming. And he's always looking for a distraction. Okay, so this is what this is what we're dealing with. All right. So the number of different articles that uh, I'm going to uh, uh, reference here, I was doing. I wanted to broadcast early, but I was doing a lot of research on this because anytime I come on here, uh, I'm not dealing with opinions. I'm dealing with facts and evidence usually. So I, I do research. All right. Um, so share this broadcasting on your Facebook page, invite your friends to tune in and follow us uh, on the African History Network Facebook fan page. Uh, that's my fan page, the African History Network, the African History Network. OK, so let's look at the first article here from uh, first one is from BleacherReport.com, BleacherReport.com. It's a sports uh, uh, news source. And this is from uh, September 3rd, 2018. This came out on Labor Day. Uh, Colin Kaepernick named uh, face of Nike's 30th anniversary of Just Do It campaign. Colin Kaepernick uh, named face of Nike's 30th anniversary of Just Do It campaign. This is written by Tim Daniels. And uh, Colin Kaepernick tweeted about this on his uh, Twitter page. I follow him on Twitter. I follow, you know, I'm in media. I do radio on 910 a.m. the Superstation WFDF here in Detroit. So I follow a lot of uh, personalities. I even follow Donald Trump taking it as on uh, Twitter, so I can know what he's talking about uh, firsthand. But Nike selected former San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick as the face of its Just Do It campaign, which is celebrating its 30th anniversary. Now, um, ESPN's uh, Darren Rovell, R-O-V-E-L-L, Darren Rovell, or Rovell of ESPN reported uh, the choice of Kaepernick, who started the movement to kneel during the uh, uh, national anthem to protest racial injustice in August of 2016. And the caption says, um, for the ad where they show Kaepernick, it, it says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing er everything. And this is what Colin Kaepernick uh, tweeted on his uh, uh, Twitter page. Uh, his Twitter handle is Kaepernick7, the number seven. Kaepernick7, if you want to follow him on Twitter. It's already been liked uh, 322,000 times. I'm sorry, it's been, it's been um, uh, liked uh, on Twitter 700,000 times. Um, there are 322,000 people talking about the tweet, okay? But it has been liked 700,000 times. Now, uh, Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports later reported that Colin Kaepernick and Nike agreed to a new contract despite the fact that Kaepernick has been uh, with the company uh, since 2011, okay? Uh, we know he was doing endorsements for uh, Nike while he was uh, playing for the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Colin, uh, uh, now Charles Robinson added that, uh, quote, interest from other shoe companies, end quote, played a part in the new agreement, okay? Now, according to Charles Robinson for Yahoo Sports, check this out. The contract is a quote-unquote wide endorsement where Colin Kaepernick will have his own branded line, including shoes, shirts, jerseys, and more. This is a huge deal. This is more than just a commercial. This is a huge 
deal for Colin Kaepernick. According to Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports, Colin Kaepernick signed a star contract that puts him level with a quote-unquote top-end NFL player worth millions of dollars per year plus royalties worth millions of dollars per year plus royalties. Nike did their damn thing with this. I haven't bought Nike shoes in years. I bought Reebok. And I don't pay $100, $150, $200. No, my, the shoes I buy are $35. I don't pay more than $40 for a pair of gym shoes because I'm ain't. i not Jordan. I'm not LeBron, okay? I'm not on the court, okay? I wear them when I work out. But I'm going to buy some Nike shoes. I'm, I'll probably buy some Nike stock also. I'm not spending $100, $150, $300 for the Nike shoes. I'll get them $35, $40 at Sam's Club or somewhere like that. But I will buy some Nike shoes because they're supposed see one of the things I think we need to do is support companies that support us and doing this with Kaepernick. That's huge because other companies didn't want to deal with Kaepernick. NFL didn't want to sign Kaepernick, but for Nike to do this, Oh, that's, that's big. Okay. And this is, this is a, uh, a branding deal um, for Kaepernick to have, uh, which will include shirts, um jerseys and more okay so wide endorsement deal for for Kaepernick all right so now um it was back in uh now I've done two lectures dealing with Colin Kaepernick you see me wearing my Colin Kaepernick shirt here this is a partial quote from Kaepernick okay this is a partial quote from Kaepernick uh where he says you know uh, uh, I'm not going to stand for a flag that oppresses black people okay it's, it's much bigger than this, all right? So it was Steve Weiss. I've read dozens of articles dealing with this. I've, I've done um, the, the most extensive presentation I've done uh, is uh, called The Racist History of the White National Anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance. And I deal with the history of the National Anthem, the history of the Pledge of Allegiance, and I, I, I deal with the history of Colin Kaepernick's protests. I tie the history of the National Anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance into Colin Kaepernick's protest, so we have a historical context. But the uh, the person who basically broke this story in August, uh, basically August 26, I think it was, 2016, uh, or 27, uh, 2016, was Steve Weich, W-Y-C-H-E, Steve Weich, okay, um, for um, reporting for NFL Media. And Colin Kaepernick said, I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color, a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Now, even though I love this shirt, okay, the, the quote is incomplete. Colin Kaepernick didn't just say for black people, he said black people and people of color, okay? So people need to understand that because he's talking about the oppression of Hispanics, He's talking about the oppression of Native Americans and things like this. So, so a lot of times when people try to come out against Colin Kaepernick, they try to label this as just a black thing, okay? They, they do not quote him in what he said. He said, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in the flag for a country that are black people and people of color, okay? And he said, to me, this is bigger than football and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. So he's talking about police officers based upon their contracts negotiated by their unions and the largest union is the, um, 
largest police union is the uh, Fraternal Order of Police, if I remember correctly. Uh, in their, in the, it's stipulated in their contracts what happens if they shoot and kill somebody, shoot somebody, et cetera, uh, and they get paid leave. So that is, that is negotiated in their contracts. This is what uh, Kaepernick is talking about. And uh, if we look at uh, the uh, article from NFL.com, yeah, NFL.com is the outlet Steve Weiss uh, writes for. The very first article that I saw dealing with Kaepernick's protest was from August 27th, 2016. It was about the preseason game that the 49ers played uh, on uh, Friday, August 26th. I think that was August 26, 2016 at Levi Stadium against the Green Bay Packers. It was the third preseason game of, of that season, okay? And um, uh, Steve Weiss noticed that Kaepernick was sitting on the bench during the national anthem, asked him about it, and then that's where everything, uh, that's how everything broke loose, okay? Uh, San Francisco, this is from the original article, August 27, 2016. San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick has willingly immersed himself into controversy by refusing to stand for the playing of the national anthem in protest of what he deems are wrongdoings against African-Americans and minorities in the United States. This was reported by NFL.com. It wasn't just, it wasn't just uh, a protest uh, for the mistreatment of African-Americans, but also people of color. This whole other group gets left out. And so when we understand white supremacy and racism, what it is and how it works, even though African-Americans get the brunt of it, it's not just against African-Americans as well. And if you don't believe me, all you had to do is look at what happened at the southern border uh, uh, a couple of months ago and the mistreatment of, 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 of Hispanics and African people coming through the southern border. They weren't all Mexicans. They were coming from Guatemala. They were coming from uh, 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 Central America, they were coming from uh, South America, they would be, be, you had Africans coming through as well, you had them coming from the Congo, but you had a lot of what are classified as Hispanics or Latinos coming through, and you saw the mistreatment of them, okay? But you didn't see that mistreatment of white undocumented immigrants coming through the Canadian border because the Canadian border goes all across North America. You didn't see that at the Canadian border where white undocumented immigrants are coming in. Why is that? All right. So, um, and, and Cap said, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in the flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Okay. And uh, he went on with other comments. People need to look at that original article from NFL.com written by Steve Weiss, W-Y-C-H-E, August 27, 2016. It, uh, it, uh, the name of the article is Colin Kaepernick explains why he sat during national anthem. So all these people out here who say, well, what is he protesting about and all this stuff? And he's against the national anthem. He's against the military. He goes through, he explains, he said, this is not he, he, the, the other articles. He explains, this is not against the military. Okay. Uh, he, he talks about this and actually, um, we may have, let me see. I, I, I have those quotes where he talks about uh, this not being against the militaries a couple of days later. Um, but he, but he's on record saying this, okay? People do not want to deal with that reality, all right? Uh, so if we look at the article, just to give you some uh, sources, because proper documentation ends all conversation. Dailymail.co.uk. 
August 28, 2016. DailyMail.co.uk. Defiant 49er quarterback Colin Kaepernick faces mounting anger as he insists he will continue to sit for the national anthem and NFL games in protest at the oppression of black people. August 28, 2016. This is two days after that preseason game that took place Friday, August 26, against the Green Bay Packers. In um, uh, Kaepernick said, uh, quoted in this article, um, I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed, okay? Uh, he said, now this is something that people like Donald Trump and all these other people who come out against him miss because they haven't done their research. Kaepernick said, quote, when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represent what it's supposed to represent, this country is representing people the way it's supposed to, I'll stand. This is what Kaepernick said. So instead of people listening and saying, well, wait a second, let's listen to what his complaints are. If you care so much about the flag and about the national anthem written by a white supremacist, we're going to come to that in just a minute. Because this is, I call it the white national anthem because that's what it is. It was written by white, white people, about white people, for white people, voted in the law, uh, it, it passed Congress, uh, voted on by white people in 1913. There were no African Americans in Congress in 1913, okay, that I know of. If you know of one, let me know. And it was signed in the law by a white president. So it's the white national anthem, okay? So, uh, uh, written by Francis Scott Key, September 13th, 1814, during the War of 1812. All right, we want to deal with the history. We can deal with the history. Most most of these people who are coming out against Kaepernick don't even know who wrote the national anthem. The circumstances of it don't even know what it was about. That's why it's called. That's why I call it the White National Anthem. And we knew it was the White National Anthem. This is why James Weldon Johnson wrote the Black National Anthem. Okay. All right. So. We have, to do, we have to deal with some of this, 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 this history here to really understand the significance of this deal that uh, Kaepernick signed with, uh, with Nike, all right? And when, if, if this is your first time seeing any, uh, uh, one of my Facebook Live broadcasts, I deal with the evidence. Proper documentation ends all conversation. I'm a researcher, okay? I don't, I don't come on here dealing with a bunch of opinions. If it's in my opinion, I'll let you know, but I, I'm a researcher, okay? And I, I do the research. All right. How's everybody doing? We'll come to some of your comments here in just a second. Okay. Um, and also, African American business owners, post the name of your business here on the thread of the broadcast. Uh, and uh, you can also advertise with the African History Network. Email us at customer service at African History Network.com. Customer service at African History Network.com. Email us there. Um, because we'll uh, put your 30 second to 60 second commercial into the audio podcast of our uh, weekly radio show. Okay. And uh, we're on six different podcast platforms that I know of. We reach thousands of people on a weekly basis. And we have a special promotion 50% off your month, 50% off your first month. Uh, so email us at customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com because we can get you uh, up and running today. All right. All right. And then um, we're going to go to some of your comments here in just a second. And I'm going to continue with uh, what's taking place the past couple of days with Kaepernick. Um, also, if you like this type of information, you can donate to the African History Network, paypal.me, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. 
paypal.me, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. That helps us to uh, keep broadcasting, keep doing our radio shows, stay on the air, uh, keep doing the research, pay the bills, etc. And visit our website, africanhistorynetwork.com, africanhistorynetwork.com. All right, let's go to some of your comments here quickly. Uh, okay, we've got Sean. We've got uh, who we have here. Um, okay, we've got uh, Kazia Chambers, Willie's Barbecue, Austin, Texas. Sean, Tough Love, Show TUFF. Uh, Mr. Sh- Mr. Shine, the Davis Dupree. How's everybody doing? Jarek, he said, white Americans are afraid to hear the truth. Many of them are. Uh, but they've been miseducated. This is the other thing we have to understand. This is why the, uh, edu- the, the history taught in our schools across the country has to be changed. Um, African-American history, African history needs to be taught in every school across the country. Um, African-American students largely are being miseducated. White students are being miseducated also. This is why you have the debates over the Confederate monuments. Most people don't understand the history of the Civil War don't understand why the Confederate monuments were erected. They were largely erected to terrorize African-Americans and keep us in, and keep us in a low subservient position in this country, okay? But most people don't understand that history. All right, um, Shirell said, Nike ain't crazy. They know he's going to win this case against the NFL for conspiring against him. Nike wants to be in the right corner. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that also. He got to go ahead. Um, last week to continue with his uh, collusion case against the NFL. Carol, Carol McGurdy said those so-called patriots who are destroying the Nike apparel should be donating those articles to homeless vets since they uh, feel Cap is disrespecting vets uh, and the flag. Uh, yeah, so uh, she said uh, this is empirical evidence that is not about the flag or vets. Yeah, that's true. The protest is not, a, is not against the, uh, the flag is not against the uh, veterans. And the reason why Kaepernick went from kneeling to, uh, went from sitting on the bench to kneeling is because he uh, met with um, uh, former uh, NFL player uh, who served in the military, okay? And uh, they met for 90 minutes. Nate Boyer is his name, Nate Boyer. Uh, they met for 90 minutes with Colin Kaepernick, Nate Boyer, and Eric Reed, who used to play for San Francisco as well. Uh, and Eric Reed was the second person to take a knee in the uh, NFL. And uh, Nate Boyer convinced Colin Kaepernick to uh, take a knee because taking a knee comes from the military. All right. So if uh, if Donald Trump actually served in the military, he would know this. Taking the knee comes from the military. It's a sign of respect. When uh, you have a funeral, uh, when you have a military funeral and uh, uh, they present that flag to uh, the family of the uh, person who fell, they kneel down, they fold that flag up, they kneel down and present it to them. Kneeling comes from the military. Kneeling is not a show of disrespect in the military. Kneeling is a sign of respect in, in the military. This is what this is why Nate Boyer uh, uh, told Kaepernick and convinced him to go from sitting to kneeling. They were trying to find a way to uh, get things, get the protest back on track and also 
make it clear that this was not a sign of disrespect to the military. Those who are in the military know that kneeling is a sign of respect. And Kaepernick said that um, his, his, his stance against his, his protest is not against men and women in the military and losing their lives for Americans' rights and freedoms, okay? Once again, if you look at the article uh, from um, this extensive article from August 28, 2016, from dailymail.co.uk, defiant 49er quarterback Colin Kaepernick faces mounting anger as he insists he will continue to sit for the national anthem at NFL games and protests at the oppression of black people. So he's, he's on the record uh, saying, uh, saying all this, okay? This is not against the military, anything like that, all right? Um, okay, let's continue. Also, there was a good article from uh, USA Today from August 28th as well. I've read dozens of articles, probably over 100, uh, dealing with Kaepernick's protest. 49ers, Colin Kaepernick, I'll continue to sit for national anthem. August 28, 2016, okay, from uh, USA Today, okay? I'll continue to sit. I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. To me, this is something that has to change. And when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way it's supposed to, I'll stand, okay? So instead of people saying, well, wait a second, Right? How can we actually change the conditions that they're protesting about so they'll stand for the national anthem? They just want them to shut up and play ball. This is what's taking place. All right. Okay. So let's continue here. Uh, okay. So let's go back to the article from, uh, I think this is the one from Bleacher Report. Uh, let's see here. Okay. So and there's also one from HuffingtonPost.com. This is the one from Bleacher Report. Uh, Colin Kaepernick named face of Nike's 30th anniversary of Just Do It campaign, okay? So they give some of the background history. I went more in depth because I have my articles on that also. So um, Kaepernick opted out of his contract with the 49ers in March of 2017 and has not been able to find a new team since. In April, uh, visit with the uh, Seattle Seahawks was postponed after he did not assure the franchise he would stand for the national anthem if if signed. This was April 2018. This was reported by Adam uh, Schefter for ESPN. Now, the 30-year-old quarterback filed a collusion grievance against the NFL, which claimed he was up, which claimed he was being kept out of the league because of the protests he started. His argument received a boost last week when an arbitrator uh, named Stephen Burbank, Stephen B. Burbank, ruled that there was enough evidence to require a full hearing. Although, although Colin Kaepernick has uh, received numerous honors for his efforts, including being named GQ Magazine Citizen of the Year for 2017, the movement he started remains polarizing. A poll from NBC News and the Wall Street Journal released last week showed 54% of respondents deemed kneeling, kneeling during the national anthem inappropriate, while 43% called it appropriate, okay? It's silent protest. 
is a show of respect instead of them actually dealing with the facts of the issues. Uh, the, the, instead of instead of them want to deal with the fact the facts of the issue, they just want them to stop protesting. While at the same time, most of these people who are watching at home, when they play the national anthem, they don't stand up at home for the national anthem when they're sitting on their couch. Most of the people don't stand up for the national anthem, but they want the players to. But the players, they don't sign a contract to stand for the national anthem. They sign a contract to play in the game. The national anthem is not is not played during the game. The national anthem is played before the game starts. So meanwhile, NFL owners approved uh, anthem rules uh, in May that would force players to stand on the sideline or remain in the locker room during the national anthem. Teams with players who did not comply with the new policy would be subject to league fines, while teams could hand out individual punishment. Now, those guidelines are on hold, however, okay? Those guidelines uh, are on hold as discussions between the NFL and the NFL Players Association continue with the 2018 season set to start this Thursday night. So it's going to be interesting. We've already seen protests like Miami Dolphins. We've already seen some players taking a knee there, and they should continue. They should continue to do that, okay? All right, so that was uh, the article from uh, BleacherReport.com. Uh, Colin Kaepernick named face of Nike's 30th anniversary of Just Do It uh, campaign. We'll post this link here on the thread of uh, of uh, the broadcast also, okay? And then I want to go to this one from, um, there was one from Bleach, uh, another one from the Bleacher Report with uh, his contract being worth uh, millions of dollars, okay? Uh, that's an important one. How's everybody doing? Share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Hey, I'm Michael M. Hotel, host of the African History Network show, founder of the African History Network. I'm a talk show host, researcher, lecturer, and writer. All right, we are dealing, we're talking about uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick, and we're talking about this uh, deal he signed with Nike worth millions of dollars. And he's also the face of uh, their new Nike campaign, the 30th anniversary of Just Do It. Of course, there's been backlash against this. You have some, you have people who've uh, been on social media uh, burning Nike shoes and uh, Nike gear, uh, cutting the swoosh off of Nike gear, things like this, as if. Somehow that's going to hurt Nike. You already spent your money. As if somehow that's going to hurt Nike. Okay. Um, I guess they're hoping that people, it, it catches fire. I guess, I mean, you know, I guess literally and figuratively, figuratively they hope <laughs> this protest catches fire. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's continue here. Um. So there, there was uh, also an article from uh, Bleacher Report from September 3rd. Colin Kaepernick's Nike contract worth millions will get branded line. Colin Kaepernick's Nike contract worth millions will get branded line by uh, Joseph Zucker for uh, BleacherReport.com, B-L-E-A-C-H-E-R. So... Uh, they talk about how uh, Kaepernick will earn millions from his endorsement deal with Nike and have his own apparel line with the company, as reported by Charles Robinson for Yahoo Sports uh, this past Monday, September 3rd. Uh, Kaepernick first revealed on Twitter, on Twitter, on his Twitter page, 
he had uh, that he would be a brand ambassador for Nike. Okay, and um, um, Nike said, let's see, uh, per Charles Robinson, the contract. Let's see, hold on. This can, okay, that's that article here. Okay, so ESPN.com's Darren Rovell reported Kaepernick is part of the 30th anniversary of Nike's Just Do It campaign. Uh, and also, there are, other, there are others involved in this campaign as well, okay? We have Odell Beckham Jr., okay, uh, from the NFL. We have uh, Lacey Baker, uh, Serena Williams, and LeBron James. They're part of this campaign uh, also, okay? Now, uh, let's see here. Okay, so uh, Nike Vice President Gino Fizzanotti. Gino Fizzanotti, F-I-S-A-N-O-T-T-I. Uh, Nike's vice president said, uh, uh, Nike's vice president of brand uh, for North America in an interview with um, uh, ESPN, okay? In an interview with uh, Darren Rovell for ESPN, uh, he said, quote, we believe Colin is one of the most inspirational athletes of this generation who has leveraged the power of sport to help move the world forward. We believe Colin is one of the most inspirational athletes of this generation who has leveraged the power of sport to help move the world forward. We wanted to energize its meaning and introduce Just Do It to a new generation of athletes, okay? So this is this is huge, all right. This is huge. Now uh, Kaepernick last played uh, in the NFL in 2016 with the 49ers. Uh, during that season, he began protesting during the national anthem, telling NFL Network's Steve Weiss in August 2016 he was quote not going to stand up to show pride in the flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color, end quote. So I can't stress enough, this statement, even though I like it, is incomplete. This statement here on, on my shirt is incomplete. He went on, he, he, he said black people and people of color. Okay, now more NFL players joined Kaepernick in protesting police brutality and social inequality because they're protesting against white supremacy and racism and oppression. Okay, it's not just police brutality, it's not just unarmed killing of African Americans, it's much broader what they're protesting about. See, a lot of people just want to say, oh, they're protesting, you know, uh, uh, black people being killed by police or unarmed, uh, unarmed African Americans being killed by police. No, they're protesting against white supremacy and racism and the oppression of African Americans and people of color. Okay, social inequities, things like this, structural racism is much broader than just uh, uh, African-Americans being unjustly killed by police. Also, so after not securing a new contract with a team, Kaepernick filed a grievance in October 2017, saying the NFL and team owners colluded to keep him out of the league, and that's what it looks like they did. Uh, last Thursday, we know an arbitrator uh, declined the NFL's motion to dismiss the case, allowing the grievance to continue to a hearing later in the year. Uh, so that, that was the article from uh, BleacherReport.com, the second one from Bleacher Report. Colin Kaepernick's Nike contract with millions will get branded line. 
okay? And then there was um, an article from uh, NBCnews.com uh, dealing with the uh, collusion lawsuit, uh, Colin Kaepernick's collusion case against NFL to go to trial. That's from August 30th, 2018. Colin Kaepernick's collusion case against NFL to go to uh, to go to trial. The former NFL uh, uh, 49ers quarterback argues that owners have colluded to keep him off any NFL roster since he uh, hit free agency in 2017. OK, so that was big news when that story came down as well. All right. So um, let's look at some of the backlash that's taking place. OK, so first of all, we see that the uh, New York Post is uh, reporting today uh, after the stock market closed that the stock price of uh, Nike took a hit. Now, as Madeline Woods reported uh, this morning on the Time Journal Morning Show, uh, the stock price of Nike, it fluctuates two to 3% naturally, okay? It fluctuates two to 3% uh, naturally. Um, so New York Post is reporting Nike shares tumble amid Kaepernick add backlash, okay? But it wasn't that big of a tumble. It fell 3.2%, which is pretty much in the normal range. Shares of Nike fell 3.2% on Tuesday as calls for a boycott of the sportswear giant gained traction on social media following its choice of Colin Kaepernick as a face for the 30th anniversary of the Just Do It slogan, okay? Um, over 30,000 people were tweeting uh, with the hashtag had, uh, Nike boycott on Tuesday morning, making it among the top trending topics on Twitter. Some posted images of themselves burning and uh, ripping, let's see, burning and ripping their Nike, uh, their Nike gear, their Nike shoes and apparel. Okay. Uh, you had uh, one person who said, uh, let's see, one Twitter user said, quote, first, the NFL forces me to choose between my favorite sport and my country. I choose country. OK, now the question you should ask yourself. The question you should ask yourself is why are they playing the national anthem at the during the NFL games anyway? OK, because prior to 2009. Prior to 2009, um, they weren't even uh, players weren't even required to be on the field during the national anthem prior to 2009. Okay, so why are they doing this? Then we find out from fiscal year uh, 2011 to about 2015, we find out that the Department of Defense paid 54 million dollars to sports teams for patriotic displays. Okay, so that was revealed. That was revealed in a uh, uh, a 145 page report from two senators from Arizona. It was called. It dealt with uh, paid patriot paid patriotism. The senators from Arizona who commissioned the report were Senator John McCain, who just passed away, and and Senator Jeff Flake. Okay. Uh, so I've talked about this uh, uh, before, and this uh, report dealing with paid patriotism uh, breaks this down. There have been articles from AtlantaBlackStar.com uh, about this as well. 
So I, the, the presentation I do dealing with the national anthem, the Pledge of Allegiance, the Colin Kaepernick, I'll go deep into this. Uh, but just for, uh, let me see if I can pull one of these up quickly here. Uh, okay, Washington Post had a big article because um, I have all this stuff documented, okay? Uh, Washington Post had a big, uh, they had a report on this actually. At least 50 teams were paid by Department of Defense for patriotic displays. Uh, this was reported by the Washington Post, okay? And uh, all the news outlets picked up this story. Um, AtlantaBlackStar.com had an article about this as well, okay? So this is coming up. Um, so we'll let that come up. It's running slowly because I have about 100 tabs open in Firefox, all right? Let's post this link here on the thread of the broadcast. But all this stuff I have documented, okay? I can, I can back up what I'm talking about. All right, so, um, okay, so that's the article from BleacherReport.com. Colin Kaepernick's Nike contract worth millions will get branded line, all right? So that is, that is really, really uh, good news. And yeah, you're always gonna have people like this who say, oh, we should boycott Nike and protests and things like that. Most, a lot of those people weren't big, a lot of those people were not big supporters of Nike in the first place, okay? A lot of those people were not big supporters of Nike in the first place. All right, so let's continue here. Uh, so we have the article here from the, from the uh, New York Post, just came out uh, this, this afternoon. Uh, so you have the hashtag Nike uh, boycott that uh, uh, was trending on Twitter. And, okay, so you, so, so you had this Twitter user that said, first the NFL forces me to choose between my favorite sport and my country. I choose country, okay? Um, you know, the First Amendment was an amendment to the Constitution. You know, the First Amendment was not part of the original Constitution, right? That was signed September 17, 1787. The, the, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment that a lot of white people love, the Second Amendment that they, a lot of them don't even understand because they haven't read um, Federalist Paper Number 29 by Alexander Hamilton, which gives background history and information on the intent of the Second Amendment. That's a, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, that, the, the First Amendment was not added to 91 to the Constitution. It's known as the Bill of Rights. Okay, so people really need to study history. That was not part of the original Constitution. An amendment means to alter or change. So when you say First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, you're talking about a change and alteration to the Constitution. Okay, uh, so then at Nike forces me to choose between my favorite shoes and my country. Since when did the American flag and national anthem become offensive? Okay, the question you should ask yourself is why is the national anthem sung before the uh, football game in the first place? Okay, this is not this is not Army versus Navy in football. So why? So November fourth, two thousand fifteen. That's when this report came out from the Washington Post. At least fifty teams were paid by Department of Defense for patriotic displays. At least 50 teams were paid by Department of Defense for patriotic displays. 
and I'll just share an excerpt of this with, uh, with you. Read this full article, because I've read it a number of times in the past. A government oversight report released Wednesday, by, back at this time, 2015, by Senators John McCain and Senator Jeff Flake, both of Arizona, offers new details about how the Department of Defense paid professional sports teams and leagues for patriotic displays honoring American soldiers. Now, I disagree with John McCain and all his policies. I agree with this study, that came, this report they came out with. I found out about this back in 2015. I agree with this, okay? And I like John McCain a whole lot more than I like uh, Benedict Arnold, the traitor in chief, the first Russian president of the United States. Now, the report expands on one that became public last May and resulted in changes to the National Defense Authorization Act of 2016, the NDAA, National Defense Authorization Act, research that, prohibiting the expenditures and calling on leagues and teams to donate the money to organizations that support the military, veterans, and their families, okay? Senator Jeff Flake of Arizona said, what we take issue with, um, hold on, this is jumping in. What we take issue with uh, is a Republican, uh, what we take issue with is the average fan thinking teams are doing this on behalf of the military. Teams were being sports teams and NASCAR, NBA, Major League Baseball. They were being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, in, in, in some cases, millions of dollars to have these patriotic disp displays, okay? NASCAR was the biggest recipient, getting $1,560,000 for fiscal year 2015. Included were personal appearance, appearances by Eric Almarola and Richard Petty, as well as 20 Richard Petty driving experience ride-alongs. The expenditures, according to the Department of Defense, were, quote, integral to its recruiting efforts. Integral to its recruiting efforts. The Department of Defense paid sports teams in various leagues and various sports a total of $54 million to have patriotic displays, okay? To, and this was paid patriotism. This is like brainwashing. This is, this is what like totalitarian states do. And the Department of Defense said this was integral to intruding efforts. A NASCAR official who requested anonymity told the Washington Post in an email, quote, NASCAR has a longstanding history of honoring America's military. Each year we, we, we recognize active duty service members and veterans at races around the country. NASCAR has not been paid by the military and would never accept military funds to recognize those who have served, end quote, okay? But that's contrary to the report. That's contrary to the, the paper trail, okay? Each year, now let me repeat what this person said from NASCAR. NASCAR has a longstanding history of honoring America's military. Each year, we, we, we recognize active duty service members and veterans at races around the country. NASCAR has not been paid by the military and will never accept military funds to recognize those who have served, end quote. But that's contradicted to the report. 
they got $1.56 million in fiscal year 2015. From the report's introduction, quote, at, at the time, both the Department of Defense and the NFL downplayed our assessment, characterizing it as unfounded and inaccurate uh, and an inaccurate portrayal of the contracts. The report states, a National Guard spokesman in particular assured American taxpayers that the contracts were for legitimate advertising activities that support recruiting efforts. And the NFL said our legislation painted a, the, the NFL said our legislation, quote, painted, painted a completely distorted picture of the relationship between NFL teams and our military, end quote. Quote, for the past several months, we have continued to work with the Department of Defense to fully understand the nature and extent of these contract, contracts. In all, the military services reported $53 million in spending on marketing and advertising contracts with sport te sports teams between 2012 and 2015. Fiscal year 2011 starts usually in October of 2011 and goes into 2012. So it started in fiscal year 2000, uh, fiscal year, uh, it would be fiscal year 2000, uh, that's still 2011 fiscal year, I think, but it starts by, by October 2011. Okay, or that may be fiscal year 2012, uh, but I think fiscal year 2011. More than $10 million of that total was paid to the teams in the NFL National Football League, Major League Baseball, MLB, National Basketball Association, M NBA, National Hockey League, NHL, and Major, Major League Soccer, okay? more. This is directly from the 145-page report. More than $10 million of that total, of the total $53 million or $54 million, was paid to teams in the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and Major League Soccer. The excerpt from the report goes on to say, quote, over the course of the effort, we discovered that we discovered the startling fact, the startling fact that the Department of Defense cannot accurately account for how many contracts it has awarded or how much it has spent. Its official response to our request only accounted for 62% of its 122 contracts with the major league teams that we were able to uncover and 70% of the more than $10 million it actually spent on these contracts. So they're saying that they couldn't even account for all of the contracts, okay? The startling fact, we discovered the startling fact that the Department of Defense cannot accurately account for how many contracts it has awarded or how much has been spent. The official response Department of Defense to the request from the committee con conducting this report called Ending Pay Patriotism or something to that effect, 
only accounted for 62% of its 122 contracts with the major league teams that we were able to uncover and 70% of the more than $10 million it actually spent on these contracts. And although the Department of Defense has indicated the purpose of these contracts is to support recruiting, the department does not uniformly measure how and whether the activities under contract are actually contributing to recruiting. So wait a second, you're spending $54 million to have patriotic displays in, in, in various sports leagues, and you're saying that you need this for recruiting purposes. But according to this report, they're saying, although the Department of Defense has indicated the purpose of these contracts is to support recruiting, they're saying that the department does not uniformly measure how and whether the activities under contract are actually contributing to recruiting. This is straight from the report. The 145, so the article goes on to say, that was a direct quote from the report. The article goes on to say from the Washington Post. The 145-page report cites contributions to 18 NFL teams, 10 Major League Baseball teams, eight National Basketball Association teams, six National Hockey League teams, eight soccer teams, as well as NASCAR, Iron Dog, and Indiana University and Purdue University. So people don't even understand how they're being manipulated by these patriotic displays that these teams are being paid to have. The Atlanta Falcons, for instance, were the top recipients getting $879,000 over the course of four years. Over the same four-year period of time, the New England, New England Patriots received $700,000 of the NFL team, and the Buffalo Bills received $650,000 over the same four-year period of time. The report includes a memo from the NFL to its teams giving guidance on paid patriotism issues. Commissioner, Commissioner Roger Goodell followed with a letter to the committee dated November 2nd, writing that the league will conduct an audit of all of its contracts with military branches and National Guard units. Roger Goodell wrote, quote, if we find that inappropriate payments were made, they will be refunded in full. I don't know if they refunded anything. Okay, so you could you could read the rest of this. This is a, it's an extensive article. Okay, that's just that's just an excerpt. Okay, but I, I want you to understand because a lot of people don't know about this. I read about this when this article when this report came out in 2015. That's how I know about it. Okay, a lot of people don't, don't a lot of people don't know about this. All right. Okay, so this is from the Washington Post. How's everybody doing? Share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Invite your friends to tune in. Follow us on our YouTube channel. Also, Michael M. Hotep on YouTube. YouTube, I-M-H-O-T-E-P. Michael M. Hotep on YouTube, okay? And if you like this type of information, uh, you can donate to the African History Network. That helps us stay on the air. That helps support us. Supports us. Helps us keep doing the research, et cetera. PayPal.me forward slash the AHN show. PayPal.me forward slash the AHN show. 
And uh, you can also go to uh, uh, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. You can donate there if you like. All of my DVD lectures are there at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com as well. Okay. Uh, and we have a bundle pack uh, on sale on DVD, the Black Panther 6 DVD bundle pack. Uh, includes six of my presentations, then with the film Black Panther and uh, three other uh, presentations as well. Okay. Yeah, uh, report at least 50 teams were paid by Department of Defense for patriotic displays. And AtlantaBlackStar.com had a good one also um, dealing with just um, go to AtlantaBlackStar.com and search for uh, Department of Defense. All right. Okay. So we see the stock price dropped a little bit, 3.2% uh, for Nike today. Okay. We see that. And it's going to bounce back. You have people who who, who buy uh, who buy Nike stock now that it, that it dropped a little bit also, and buy the support. And uh, I'll probably buy Nike stock before I buy some Nike shoes. I'm going to buy some Nike shoes, but I'll buy Nike stock. So at least when I wear the shoes, I'm advertising the company that I'm part owner of. Because when you buy stock, you become part owner. Okay, the company. Okay, now you can't go into a Nike store and go behind the cash register and take money out because you go. <laughs> not, but but when you buy stock in a company, and I've owned stock in the past, you're part owner of the company. Okay, um, so uh, if you're gonna buy Nike shoes, probably buy some Nike stock first. So when you're wearing your shoes, you're advertising the company that you own stock in. So as that Nike stock increases. Your your the, the value of your stock increases, okay? The value of your investment increases. Whereas if you just buy gym shoes and you wear them, eventually you wear them out, you have to buy more gym shoes, okay? So uh, before you buy the shoes, acquire an asset, all right? I remember somebody, I don't know who it was, that was watching the Black Enterprise show some years ago I think it was, and it was a guy who's an African-American business owner, pretty successful. He said, if it's not on your back, if it's, he said, if it's on your back, it's not in your, it's not in the bank. If it's on your ass, it's not an asset. Okay. <laughs> if it's on your back, it's not in the bank. If it's on your ass, it's not, an, it's not an asset. So buy an asset first before you buy some Nike apparel. All right. So let's continue. Okay, how's everybody doing? Uh, so back to the New York Post article, Nike shares drop amid backlash over Kaepernick's ad. Um, so Nike shares slipped uh, to $79.60 amid the controversy, but, but are still up more than 25% this year. Uh, I think it was about $82 uh, when it opened uh, today. So still, there were there were a large number of other users that positively to Nike taking the stand on social issues. Uh, athletes, including LeBron James and Kevin Durant, showed support posting images of Kaepernick's ad on their uh, Instagram uh, profiles also, okay? And, um, okay, so check out that article from uh, the New York Post as well. All right. Let's look at some of your uh, some of your comments here. And uh, the Daily Mail had a big article as well. People uh, uh, who were 
burning their Nike shoes and things like this, complaining. Uh, now, you had some people who said Pat Tillman uh, would have been better a better choice uh, to be in an ad than Colin Kaepernick. Well, first of all, Colin Kaepernick is not the only person in the ad, one. Two, some of these people are just haters, okay? Now, Pat Tillman um, was in the NFL as well, and uh, he played for the Arizona Cardinals, and uh, he uh, – left to, to go into the military. He was in the Army. He was an Army Ranger, and uh, he was killed in action uh, by friendly fire. Uh, USA Today has an article from um, uh, this morning. Uh, Pat Tillman becomes focus of social media outrage over Colin Kaepernick's Nike campaign, okay? Uh, former Arizona former Arizona State University and Arizona Cardinals football player and Army Ranger Pat Tillman is back in the political spotlight after Nike on Monday revealed the face of his 30th anniversary campaign, Colin Kaepernick, okay? And um, the ad drew passionate support and opposition uh, on social media with some promising to buy more Nike products and others posting videos setting their Nikes on fire. But among uh, the most consistent themes were comments about how the company should have chosen Pat Tillman's face instead and alleging that uh, Pat Tillman would have been opposed to NFL players taking a knee during the anthem. Well, why is that? Taking a knee is a sign of respect from the military. They're exercising the First Amendment right. The First Amendment right is something that those in the military fight for and Taking the knee don't have nothing. It's not a protest against the military. It's protesting against the oppression of, of African-Americans, of people of color, and racism and things like this. It's not a protest against the flag. It's not a protest against the national anthem, okay? It's a protest during the national anthem, okay? So people just totally missed the mark, all right? Um, so you, you can check that out. They have some of the comments here, some of these idiotic comments from people uh, who don't have a clue of what the protest is even about, all right? So uh, now, Marie Tillman, who is the widow of Pat Tillman, released a statement last year saying her husband's service, quote, should never be politicized in the way that divides us, end quote. Uh, she said, quote, as a football player and soldier, Pat inspired countless Americans to unify. Uh, it is my hope that his memory should always remind people that we must come together. Pat's service, along with that of every man and woman's service, should never be politicized in the way that divides us. We are too great a, of a country for that. Those that uh, serve fight for the American ideals of freedom, justice, and democracy. Um, uh, they and their families know the cost of that fight. I know uh, the very personal cost in a way I feel acutely every day, end quote. Now, none of uh, Pat Tillman's family has released any statement in response to the calls on social media for him to be uh, uh, part of the Just Do It campaign or the face of the Just uh, Do It campaign, okay? All right. So Robert Smith said the military hidden it from his wife until after the funeral, and she... And she you say she sued the military. Uh, Pat, Dillman, Pat Tillman uh, died from friendly fire. Yeah, that's what's being reported. He died from friendly fire. Um, but it's just interesting that you have these white people just want to bring Pat Tillman into it to take 
uh, the focus off of Colin Kaepernick, all right? Uh, Marilyn uh, said, well, now patriotism does come with the price, five million per team. What bull, when you consider 46 minus one, she's talking about Donald Trump, 45. Um, Benedict Donald couldn't be bothered to serve in the military, five times, yeah, five deferments. Uh, Lonnie said, okay, market's always up and down, but no big deal. True, buy stock first. Yeah, that stock fluctuates two to three percent uh, normally anyway. Okay, um, so it's down. It closed at seventy nine dollars and sixty cents today, Renee. Uh, I looked it up, and Google said five hundred dollars and fifty dollars recurring. That no, uh, it closed at seven. The New York Post reported uh, Nike stock closed at seventy nine dollars and sixty cents today. Nike has partnership with too many sports teams to lose too much ground. And if we look at the article from uh, HuffingtonPost.com, right, uh, I think it was in that article, they talked about how um, uh, the Kaepernick campaign is a brave, um, a bra it, the Kaepernick campaign is brave of Nike, considering that it makes all NFL uniforms and the ads might put the company at odds with people who see the protest as anti-military or anti-flag. It's neither one of those, okay? And we need to keep putting the truth and the facts and the evidence out there, okay? It's, it's not anti-military, it's not anti-flag. But we need to deal with the real history of the national anthem, okay? We need to deal with it. It's, a white, it's, it, it, it's the white national anthem written by, written by a white supremacist named Francis Scott Key, September 13th, 1814, during the War of 1812. Francis Scott Key was a slave owner. He thought that African people were mentally inferior, okay? And uh, he used his position as um, U.S. District Attorney in Washington, D.C. to fight against abolitionists also, okay? This is, this is who wrote the national anthem. Um, in the case of U.S. versus Reuben Crandall, uh, Francis Scott Key made national headlines by asking whether the property rights of slaveholders outweighed the free speech rights of those arguing for slavery's uh, abolishment. Francis Scott Key hoped to silence abolitionists. Francis Scott Key, the man who wrote the national anthem, talking about the freedom of white people, while they did now. This is 1814 during the War of 1812, and. It was originally called the Defense of Fort McHenry. The Defense of Fort McHenry. That was the original name of the uh, of the national anthem. It, was, it started out as a poem. And he is on a ship. He's actually on a British ship, witnessing the British attack Baltimore, Fort McHenry in Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore, Maryland. And. Uh, this is during slavery, by the way, right? This is during slavery. So he's singing about the land of the free and the home of the brave and all this stuff while you enslaving African people. He's singing about the liberty and fighting for freedom and all this stuff while they are enslaving African people. During the War of 1812, you have about 6,000 African-Americans, well, 6,000 enslaved Africans, right? Who run over to the side of the British. Okay, because the British said, if you come fight for us, we'll set you free when this war is over with. So when the war ends, the War of 1812 ends in 1814. 
Okay, the British and the US signed another peace treaty. The US had the nerve to demand that Great Britain return to the US the 6,000 runaway slaves. Well, wait a second, you, wait a second, you're supposed to be all about freedom and justice and all this stuff. And Great Britain said, hell no. Rightfully so. Okay, read the article from uh, Snopes.com, Snopes.com, the, uh, the, the, the fact-checking uh, source, Snopes.com. The Star-Spangled Banner and Slavery, the Star-Spangled Banner and Slavery, and they talk about this in this article. After the U.S. and the British signed a peace treaty at the end of 1814, the U.S. government uh, demanded the return of American property, which by that point numbered about 6,000 people. The British refused. Most of the 6,000, these are runaway slaves, settled in Canada, eventually settled in Canada, with some going to Trinidad, where their descendants are still known as Americans, M-E-R-I-K-I-N-S. This is history, okay? This is history. But a lot of people don't know the history of Francis Scott Key. They thought he was a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you ever saw get in trouble with the law since the day they were born, okay? They thought they were. They thought he was a good old boy, like boy Luke Duke riding in that General Lee car with the Confederate battle flag on top of it, a white supremacist symbol, and the car is named after a white supremacist slave owner, General Robert E. Lee, who took up arms against the U.S., committed treason, and led Virginia in the Civil War. They were fighting to maintain slavery. Oh, this is after the War of 1812. This is why you have to understand history. Okay. All right. Um. Okay, so let's look at this here. And at, at our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, we have uh, the lecture I did. I think it's about three hours. Um, that was the presentation I did dealing with the history of the Star Spangled Banner and the National Anthem. Yeah, I thought I had a copy of it here. The racist history of the National Anthem and the Star Spangled Banner. The racist history. Uh, sorry, the racist history of the white national anthem uh, and the Pledge of Allegiance. The racist history of the white national anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance. This is three hours. You have this, we have this on digital download also. And I deal with all that history and I tie all that history into the history of Colin Kaepernick's protest. I give you all the background information so we can put these things into historical perspective, okay? All right, let's look at some more of your comments here. That's at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. We have that on DVD and it's on digital download as well. All right, and then also uh, um, we have a uh, sale on the online courses that I teach, they're all on demand. Um, we have a 10 course online bundle pack. Uh, it's available at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com also. It's on sale $60, regularly $130. And that includes uh, ancient Kemet, the Moors and the Ma'afa understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. Okay, that's a 14-hour, seven-session online. Um, we do a thousands of years world. That 10 on demand, I'm teaching all the courses. Uh, we give you a lot of documentation. I'm doing a PowerPoint presentation for most of those. We have video clips. So you can watch from around the world on your smartphone, computer, or tablet. Um, so that's at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, okay? Um, and uh, the, the main course in there is Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, 
understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. All right, I'm trying to see what's going on here. This is freezing up on me. So stand by. Where can you get uh, your DVDs? AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. All right, this is breaking up. Just stand by. Hold on. This is breaking up. All right, stand by just a second. This is breaking up, son. AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Uh, I'll try to post a link here. Okay. If I can't post it now, we'll post it at the end of uh, the broadcast. Okay. But uh, my DVDs and uh, the online courses are at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, right on the home page. All right, let's try to go to some of your uh, comments here. Okay, it's freezing up. All right, I'm not sure why enough. Okay, so we got Mo. All right, uh, Sean. Lonnie said, correct, many went to Canada, freedom, yeah. Uh, Yvette, the NFL, has stated that they support Nike. Well, yeah, they have a contract with Nike. <laughs> they have a contract with Nike for their uniforms. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think they're going to support Nike. Uh, but, you know, this could, this, could, this could be better for Kaepernick than uh, going back in the NFL because now he doesn't have to worry about career-ending injuries. He doesn't have to worry about I'm – sure I'm sure he wants to play again. But you don't have to worry about injuries, practice, all that stuff, and you have money coming in also. It was initially a point, Brother Will said, yeah, yeah, the uh, – it was originally called Defense of Fort McHenry, September 13th, um, 1814, written by Francis Scott Key. Later that year is going to be uh, music is, is going to be added to it and it's going to be called the Star Spangled Banner. But originally, it's just like uh, the Black National Anthem that started out as a poem originally by uh, James Weldon Johnson. Uh, Sean said, I wonder if the NFL is going to secretly have players cover the Nike swoosh patch on their apparel. I would not put it past them at all. Uh, Carol says, so proud of Nike and Kaepernick. Okay, Renee said, okay, thank you. All right, we posted our website here, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. You can also listen to all the, uh, <laughs> all the audio podcasts on my radio show there as well. Okay. All right. And then all uh, African-American business owners, email us at customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Uh, because you can advertise with the African History Network on the audio podcast of our radio shows. You can advertise there. We have a special promotion. Uh, get 50% off your first month. Uh, we can get you up and running today. We reach thousands of people on a weekly basis. We're on six different podcast platforms. Uh, we're on iTunes, uh, uh, Acast, CastBox, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we're on a number of different uh, podcast platforms, okay? So uh, email us at customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com and post the name of your African-American-owned business here on the thread of the broadcast also. 
Okay, so we've got Laura tuned in as well. Uh, Jen MC said they always distract us from what is. They always distract us from what is. Um, Joe Brundage said this is right uh, frailty or fragility, pure petulance. They know what the protest is about. Uh, they just don't want to admit it. Uh, some of some of them don't know what the protest is about. Some of them are just just uh, ignorant and do not know what the protest is about. Uh, the military. Okay. All right. So look, guys, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this is Great Shedders Broadcast. Follow us on our Facebook fan page, The African History Network. The African History Network. You can, if you like this type of information, you can donate to the African History Network, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show, because that helps us to keep doing the research, stay on the air, pay the bills, keep broadcasting, broadcast our, our weekly radio show. We're on Sunday nights, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on 9, 10 a.m. The Superstation, uh, WFDF in Detroit. We broadcast on Facebook Live. I put that show on audio podcast. Um, and you can advertise on those audio podcasts. Also, email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com for that. For those in Philadelphia, I'll be in Philadelphia September 27th through the 30th uh, for the All Black National Convention that Dr. Boyce Watkins does. I'll be speaking there. I'll, I'll be on one of the panel discussions uh, dealing with why we must buy black. I'll also uh, will be a vendor there as well. So it's a fantastic convention. Dr. Claude Anderson will be there, one of my teachers. Dr. Boyce Watkins is a friend of mine. You see him broadcast here on our fan page. There'll be a lot of other people there, uh, speakers, panel discussions, vendors, workshops. Um, so visit allblacknationalconvention.com, allblacknationalconvention.com for more information. Okay. Um, all right. So, hey, remember at the African History Network, we focus on educating and empowering and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world. Uh, because right knowledge corrects wrong behavior. What you do for yourself, what you do to yourself, and what you allow other people to do to you and get away with is based upon what you think about yourself. What you think about yourself is based upon what you have been taught about yourself. What you've been taught about yourself is based upon everything you've read, heard, and seen about yourself. Um, so remember, right now is correct wrong behavior. It's not over till we win. Wakanda forever. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace.